What's up, guys, and welcome to the For Richer or Poorer podcast. I'm Jake. And I'm Jane. And in this podcast, you get to meet the Larsons. <laughs> and I am so excited for our episode today because we are showing up just as we are, unapologetically for our experiences and how that has influenced us now as adults and the way we live. Um, and so we're going to go through those childhood years and um, what's shaped our beliefs and attitudes about money. And one thing that I think is really awesome uh, that I hope really comes through in today's episode and resonates with each of you is um, some information that I finally have research to back up um, my theories with. Um, and so this research is called Thriving in Love and Money. And for three years, they did focus groups and research um, across the entire nation and even a little bit outside of our country um, with couples and their money. And one thing that they found um, which is what I've been telling my clients for years, is that it doesn't matter what your background is. It doesn't matter where you come from. What matters is what you do with it. Um, And in my day job, um, I help service members with their money. And something that I will tell them, and it gets me so fired up, is that I am sick and tired of people telling me that I can or can't do something because I come from a certain background. Um, And I think you'll kind of see what I mean by that, you know, as we go through our time today. But it really doesn't matter where we come from. It just matters what we do with it. And Jake and I are such a good leaving, breathing example of this. We really come from different backgrounds when you think about money, when you think about growing up. For me, it was pretty easy to experience so many different things and to have fun and and enjoy, really enjoy life. I grew up in California and I was able to really make money at a young age. My my father really made a made a point for us to work for for what we got and I'd mow lawns with my brothers and 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 work uh, my way up. Um, until I was a teenager getting an actual job um, at a at a water park. And before that, I, I worked at, at, as a little, Jane likes to, to think of it as ranch hand or make fun of me, sorry, um, when I, when I call it ranch so hand. He was so cool. I, I really, absolutely he loved like it. helped this really awesome, they are the sweetest family, but really he like did their yard work. But he likes to say it's ranch hand. Yeah, he <laughs> called me it and Jane always laughs about that. But it was just so much fun. I, I was able to do a lot of things and, and experience um, putting hard work into to trying to make money. And I was able to do really whatever whatever I wanted to um, as as it moved on just because of the, the family that I had and the, the privilege that we were able to um, to work. Um, also now I, I really, of course, am so grateful for Jane because she taught me so many things about money and about making efforts of where to put it and, and how it's supposed to, to really go. Uh, because I, as you'll find out as this goes on, really have had no idea really what (laughs) to do with money. Like, yes, you're supposed to save it, put in an account, don't use it when you, um, until you really need it. And and with her, we've been able to to see dividends and and see so much growth. Um, so, yeah, it's a it's a really unique situation um, coming from Jane. A little bit more difficult, 
um, of, of growing up, money wasn't, wasn't all there, whereas uh, for my family, it was a lot more um, available, I guess you could say, for us to do, do things and, and do things as family. Yeah, definitely. And so Jake is the youngest of four. And something that I think is really incredible is that his dad made a wonderful income. Um, He really provided for his family really well. And once he was a teenager, his mom worked um, part-time and was able to kind of give them, you know, a lot more of those like really extra things. But even though they, you know, had the money to do what they wanted, um, Jake was able to pay for his LDS mission. He saved up for that. And so a fun fact about us is that we are members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and we both served missions outside of the U.S. So um, Jake can share a little bit about his experience, uh, but he served in New Zealand, and I served in the Philippines, and it was probably one of the best experiences of our entire lives. Um, And they had a wonderful um, donation in their area that helped pay for these missions for individuals. But even though they knew that was there, that was a really important thing for your family. Yeah, no, that's so true. We, we, as I said, when I was, when I was so young, I was, I was already working, but we did find out that it was, um, a nice, amazing family, uh, that, that put a, put a fund together for, for boys that were getting ready and, and of course girls, uh, that, (laughs) that were, we're going to be going on missions, um, for, for our church. And, um, knowing that I, I still worked hard. I still, um, did a lot of things that, that I wanted to, and was able to have incredible memories, um, in New Zealand and, in the northern part of of New Zealand, as well as in the Cook Islands, and for for Jane to to go to the Philippines to to help and to teach many people, we also uh, uh, learned a lot of life skills that that helped us uh, mature and and be the the people that we are today. So, what do you think one of the life skills is that you learned on your mission? Oh my gosh, <laughs> one life skill. I'd say uh really just how to how to communicate how to how to talk to people um as a lot of you know if you're you're not members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints you see the guys with uh white white shirts and and black tags or the the sisters with with skirts or dresses on that are riding their bikes or going around um you're always with someone um you always just strike up random conversations to start talking and and getting to know people um, to teach them and also just to just to talk to people, um, you know how to how to accept getting shut down, uh, you know how to to problem solve and and work together to create goals that you want to accomplish different things. So it's it's a great way, um, in my opinion, and to to learn how to address what you feel and and be able to accept what other people want to do as well. So it's kind of a give and take with someone your age. Yeah, no, that's so true. Um, it takes a lot of getting used to living with someone 24-7. Yeah. And holy cow, is that a hard communication <laughs> lesson to learn? Especially for me, where I spoke a different language. Yeah. So you add like that communication barrier in. 
so yeah, we, we definitely learned a lot about communicating and how sometimes you just have to rip the band-aid off. Um, and we'll probably get into that more in different episodes um, when it comes to like these touchy subjects about money and kind of some things we've learned there. One thing that I learned, like a fun lesson for my mission, was how to wash my laundry by hand. Hmm. And it's quite therapeutic, actually, and it has nothing to do with money, except maybe you could save some on water here in the U.S. I don't know. But that's just something fun that uh, I learned while I was over there. So a little bit about my story. So I grew up in New Mexico, and I'm the youngest of five kids. And when I was about eight years old, my parents got divorced, and there were three kids still at home. And my mom had been a stay-at-home mom for quite a few years. And so jumping back in the workforce was really hard for her. You know, it's what do you put on your resume, right? Like hardworking mom, taxi driver, tax consultant, and everything else under the sun. But it just wasn't very easy for her. And the idea of child support wasn't there, right? And um, so she decided to go back to school. And she loved cooking, so she went to school to become um, a chef. And that's how she put food on her table, literally. <laughs> um, she got student loans, and that's what supported us. Now, don't get me wrong, I had an amazing childhood. I was still able to experience a lot of really fun, you know, just activities. I did gymnastics and cheerleading. Um, but now that I'm older, I learned that my grandparents paid for a lot of that stuff. Or, you know, as um, a teenager, I did get my own job. And we did a lot of fundraisers. So I learned at a really young age the value of work um, and what it, it looked like to struggle a little bit. You know, we got nice gifts, but a lot of the time they were homemade. Um, and it was whatever, you know, mom could pull together what she could afford at that time. And when I was in high school, so this is a pivotal moment, and I will tell people up and down that it only takes one moment in time to change your entire perspective about a certain, you know, topic or conversation. Um, and this one was what I wanted for my future and how I wanted money to work for me. And so when I was in high school, there was a guidance counselor, you know, the, the ones that always make your schedule. Yeah. And she had all these beautiful pictures up in her office of her and her husband going on vacation. And so one day I asked her, I said, why is it that you can always go on vacation while all the other teachers in this school are complaining about their salaries? Like, what gives? What's the difference? And she said something that, like I said, completely changed my life. And she said, this is what you can do without student loans. Hmm. I mean, it was a totally different perspective for me because that's how, you know, we got by. That was our, you know, income, you could say. And she had this life I wanted. And so I decided right then that I was going to go to school and I was going to do it without getting any student loans. And my senior year of high school, my mom told me, she said, hey, look, I don't have a surprise like account. I, I haven't been saving for your college education. Um, so I can't help you at all. The only thing I can do is let you live at home. I can put a roof over your head. I can still feed you, but that's pretty much all we got. And so I decided to stay in state. Um, I was very strategic in high school with taking, you know, college classes while in high school and like the school pay for it and um, all those things. But with that set aside, I worked my freaking butt off through college. Um, and so after our missions, 
I, I did have one scholarship. So everyone in New Mexico, here's a fun, another fun fact, is that everyone who graduates from a New Mexico high school that has a certain GPA and goes to a New Mexico public university gets what's called the Legislative Lottery Scholarship. And I decided to go to the community college, which I believe it paid for all of my tuition, or at least part of it. But because I went on my mission voluntarily, they would not hold that scholarship for me. Hmm. And if I was a male, they would have held it. But this is not a gender equality that discussion. Messed so. up. <laughs> so that's another conversation for another day. So when I came home, I decided to go to Utah State University uh, for several reasons. One, my sister lived up there, so I wouldn't be totally by myself. And two, they had a really good business program. And I thought I wanted to go into business. You will read in my bio everywhere that I ended up hating it. I thought it was so <laughs> boring. Uh, but I really love numbers. So I ended up going up there. And we after we got married, so we met just shortly after both of our missions. And I, I hate when she says that. We met when we were young. We met when we were like 12. So I've known her for a long time. But met, she's, she <laughs> okay, means when, met as in. When we say met, it's here's my one memory of Jake <laughs> when we were younger. Go is on. I was sitting in Sunday school at church and he was helping cleaning up from like our sacrament services and he walked in and I don't even remember what he said but I, it was I walked in like I owned the place he did. because I, I felt like I did <laughs> I was that weird little cocky little teenager which is so funny because like we're 12. really we're really small people we're really short and so I feel like we're both just really sassy because we have to like make up for our our lack of height I didn't even know you were there I just yeah <laughs> and so I'm like sitting in the corner and he walks in and he's wearing a man purse it's like like this man bag it's, it's which a has satchel. a very it has, a man purse. it has a very sweet story and it was from his brother who was on his mission at the time in, in Nicaragua yeah so I mean Shout you know it, it's cute yeah but I was just like who the heck is this kid and why is he wearing a man purse <laughs> so that was uh, my earliest memory but we uh, I would say officially like met i i knew I, of you yeah. we were friends on facebook when we we, actually, i was like, a teenager talked. we you, actually talked right. after our mission you're right you're right so um after that whole meeting and again that's another story for another day we ended up getting married and moving up to utah state and we worked so hard Go Aggies. through college um to kind of pay for both of our not kind of to pay for our tuition yeah. and our books um and so i'm proud to say that you know, I have been able, we've both been able to get through school completely debt-free. Yeah. And that's the wonderful thing is because I didn't go to school before I went on my mission. So I literally have known Jane all of my... my Real adult life. <laughs> <laughs> can you call it that? Um, my, my college years. So I had no, I had no debt uh, when I met her because, because of that's not going not to school. True. You opened up a credit card. After your mission, but you didn't know it was a credit card. <sighs> that was a dumb day. <laughs> and then, thankfully, your dad opened your mail and paid it for you. So yeah. it didn't screw up your credit. Yeah, I went to the mall with my friend Preston, and he convinced me to get a credit card because it'd be less expensive, <laughs> and he could get uh, his stuff cheaper. It was so funny. I was like, okay, let's do it. <laughs> uh, yeah, totally forgot about that until literally right now. I don't know. Yeah. You just you pulled that out of thin air. <laughs> But the point is, we have really great parents. Thank you, Wes, yeah, so much for honestly, paying that and not screwing us over. Because honestly, we definitely need that good credit. That but. would have been so bad. And then I had I, I have a what is it a gas card, and my dad put my name on it, 
when I was a teenager. So that's when my, my line of credit opened up. So it was funny. Jane was like, oh, you probably have crappy credit. Like, you don't have anything open. And we look, and I have something back at 2011. Yeah, yeah, because my dad put me on the gas card or whatever, like printed out my own card. So yeah, I had better credit than Jane, and she had great credit. So it was like, zing. Thanks, Dad. You're the man. <laughs> yeah, so we've really been able to um, you know, set up our lives in a way that has allowed us to be um, in the place that we are now. Totally. Not that we're perfect. Not that we have no. a million dollars. That would be really made nice. mistakes, trust me. But we were able to, um, you know, Jake's still going through his degree, but I was yeah. able to graduate completely debt-free. We had money in the bank. And then when we moved back to New Mexico for my land big girl job. It's a land of entrapment is what <laughs> it is. Um, but we were able to move back and purchase a home and, you know, do quite a bit of it um, in cash. And so, you know, and the thing is, I think something I really want to point out is that when we were in college, neither one of us had like a crazy awesome job. No, either. I loved my job. Oh, they were great jobs. paying wise, yeah, not so much. Yeah. So Jake worked at a treatment center. And I worked at a flower shop, like nothing crazy, um, you know, or really like fun. special. So we're able to just be really smart. Yeah. Now, that's one, you know, kind of my story. But Jake, do you remember the present that Lisa gave us when we got engaged? I just remember it was a book and I was like, mm, okay, this will be interesting. What is this book? And you, you it seemed like you got excited. I kind of remember of course, now it's completely shaped our marriage. Thank you, Lisa. You're the best. Um, but originally, it was like, huh, okay, what, what is this book about? So when we got engaged, my sister-in-law um, left us a little gift, and it was a Total Money Makeover by Dave Ramsey. And um, she wrote a note, and I don't remember exactly, you know, word for word, but she said, basically, everyone in our family sucks with money <laughs> and you guys are both really young and really dumb for getting married so young yeah. so please read this book <laughs> people did not like me at first <laughs> and so when we drove back up to utah after that little um, meet the family sesh engagement uh, here in new mexico we read this book tough. and um you know besides my my love for personal finance and kind of wanting to do something different with my life this i think was our moment together yeah. That really changed what we were going to do. Well, you weren't even going into family finance at this time. Mm. Did you really make the shift from business to finance? I think finance? I had, yeah. I had decided, okay. one, because business was boring, and two, I didn't want to take all the math classes. <laughs> yeah. It was so, quick that you shifted gears quick, from yeah. business. That's right. Because I was going to start school that next fall. Yeah. And then I did, too. We, we both started together there at Utah State. Maybe or was I one after you? You started the semester after. That's right. Two semesters. Because I jumped on Because you it. were in Provo at the time, working for EFY. You're right. So one thing that you will learn is that my husband is a big kid at heart. <laughs> um, he literally has worked his absolute hardest to find a career where he will get paid to play with children of all ages. <laughs> <laughs> children, it could be teenagers, it could be adults. Right now, it's teenagers. And I absolutely love it. It's fun. I work at another treatment center here in Albuquerque. And and I'm in a, a recreation um, department. Recreation field, yeah. Um, really an education department, but, but working with um, boys as, as PE teacher, as recreation um, leader, uh, with, a, with a few others that, that really have fun and enjoy getting out and helping 
these these boys or these young men that that are struggling or that are in different situations for whatever reason but it's it's really a lot of fun yeah so it was kind of funny we were both going into fields that like help people there's some sort of like counseling or therapy yeah my hope is to be a recreational therapist is is what i'm doing yeah but aka getting paid to play so (laughs) um yeah but this is kind of where i like to say or i get really fired up um, with these really young adults and um, young married individuals is that I am so tired of people saying, hey, you know what? Because you live in New Mexico, who is indefinitely the bottom five in education because you had a single mom, because you you know, fill in the blank, because you're Hispanic, whatever the the excuse might be, your ceiling is only here. You can only get this high. And that is a bunch of baloney, <laughs> right? Like we set our own limits and we decide what we're going to do and, and we can do better and we will do better. And so you, I guess the, the biggest takeaway from this is that you know, we each have to find that one moment in time that's going to change us and make you strive and want to do better, to go further and change the outcome or the trajectory of your life. One thing that comes to mind when Jane's saying this is one of my mission presidents, so the the man that was over us while I was in New Zealand, I had two amazing, amazing men that, that led us. Uh, one, as I was leaving, uh, told me that when you find a girl that makes you want to be better every single day, marry her. And found Jane. And because of the motivation and the excitement and the energy that she brings... And that she does not just to finances, she does it to so many other things in our life. Just so not true. I'm the boring one. You're the fun one. No, it's funny. She she brings energy too. I, I'm at a different level, so it's hard to... to I feel con- like I'm just more direct. <laughs> I'm kind of a jerk in our relationship. I, I wouldn't call you a jerk. I would I would say I'm, I'm a lot more loose. Um, I served on an island as a missionary, and I kind of have that, that island lifestyle, that kind of it's... It's do you laid know what back. we call it here in New Mexico? What do we call it in New Mexico? The land of manana. <laughs> the land of tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that doesn't mean I, I slack off or I'm just like, who cares? It doesn't matter. It's just I roll with it. I enjoy, I enjoy the journey and I have fun. And Jane is very much a planner, uh, X, Y, Z. Put your hand to your other hand. Boom, 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 boom. Because <laughs> that's what I'm doing right now. And, and we know how to f- have fun, but she also is is very much about getting things done and organized and heck she came up with a planner and she just does so many things outside of the box to really help her and to help our lives and to help other people and i really admire that about her she she just strives to be better at all times and and doing this um she's she's just gonna learn and grow so much more for what we're gonna become that's so sweet Thanks. Thanks. I love you. I love you too. Okay, so moving forward, Jake and I have been married almost five years. It'll be five years in December. I don't know how that's possible. But we have a little girl, and her name is Peyton. She's so much fun. And I was at the store with my friend the other day, and Peyton was just so... I don't know what we fed her <laughs> for dinner that night because she just had so much energy. She takes and after she my energy. And she is so, so, so sassy. <laughs> and I asked my friend, I said, where does she get this from? And she goes, well, 
duh, she has your personality and Jake's energy. <laughs> yes. Is that even a question? And she looks like me. She looks exactly like her daddy, which is totally fine. Yeah. Um, so we love her to pieces. She is uh, two and a half by the time this airs. Three. By the time this airs, she will be almost three. It's wild. Yeah. Um, but where the question comes is I, you know, struggled and we had a harder life and Jake hates it every time I say this because no one's life is perfect and I want to recognize that, right? Like no one ever feels like they have just like an easy life, but he had what looking from my perspective in, I would consider it like the perfect childhood, right? Like you had both parents, you got to go to Disneyland and you got to go on these vacations and these fun things. And so now we have to decide what are we going to take from those experiences and how are we going to teach our daughter? Right, like what things are we going to continue with her that are really good that our parents did really well, and what things are we going to change because we're different people and we have a different family than what we both came from? Yeah, no, it's absolutely true. And Jane's right. Like, if if you know my family, a lot of people in in our circle or community, especially in our church, view my family as like the perfect family. You know what I mean? I have <laughs> I have three siblings that are incredible that are. Um, all so happy and so successful and things that they're doing and they are amazing. We all have struggles. We all have things that people don't see that are frustrating and, and drag you down. And that's totally normal. But it is tough when, when people just think you're, you have it. You have the thing. Your family is, is this, this, and this. And, and I absolutely appreciate it. And I appreciate the things that my family have, have taught me. Being the youngest, um, I look up to all three of my siblings, my amazing parents. I attribute so many of my attributes and the things that I do to all of them. Um, they, they truly helped me and molded me and, and helped me to be who I need to be for my wife and for my daughter. Daughter. For my daughter. <laughs> See, I told you we're showing up. Yeah. Just as we are. I, I definitely had a speech um therapist when I was in elementary school. Um, <laughs> um but it's just it's so unique, it's so original. We we wanna just show how honest and how raw we can be um with with who we are and and what we we choose to be in our life. We we don't apologize for the things that we've done. We're we're happy and uh, feel like we can we can do so many things. And sky's the limit for for opportunity. You just have to take it and roll with it and mm-hmm. and enjoy the ride. Yeah, you know, what? and that is the exact same for you too. No matter what background you come from, no matter what challenges you're facing right now, there is always tomorrow. There is always a clean slate. Um, and something that my a nutritionist says, and sorry, Nicole, I'm going to botch this, but it was a lot of people like to wait until tomorrow or next month or next year, right? Like there are two like high periods in the, the finance world. And that is uh, the beginning of the year, right? With all of our, your new year's resolutions mm-hmm. and August when wow. people are going back to school. And so it's kind of like a fresh new start, right? Like yeah. we do not have to wait until a certain date or a certain time to make change. Yeah. You can do it right now, wherever you are, you can decide that you are going to do something different, that you're going to be better, that you're going to dream a little more. It's okay to want something bigger and better than your current self. And so we're so happy that you're here, that you and your spouse are here listening um, to our real life, <laughs> um, you know, mistakes and 
hopefully some of the things that we have to share are encouraging to you and that you can take little nuggets and tidbits and apply it to your situation. So welcome. We are so happy that you are here. Enjoy the ride.